Well, welcome. Um, while I'm getting, well, this is really an echoey room. <laughs> while I'm getting set up, if you have a laptop or a Chromebook or a MacBook or whatever, you want to open up Google. If you have a phone, you want to make sure that you have the Google Keep app on your phone. Because I'm going to show you stuff with Google Keep and you're going to go, oh, I don't bring my laptop or whatever. Or if you have an iPad, you can do that. Let me see So, um, and Dale, are you staying for the whole time or do you need to go? Um, I want you to be my timekeeper because I tend to be long-winded and All right. suddenly before I know it, it's so like... So how long ahead do you want? Uh, about five minutes before. Five minutes That'd be before. great. 2.45. Yep. I will let you know. So uh, welcome. Um, I, I, uh, if, you, if you need the sketches, let's do that at the end and I'll do both of them. Great. All right? That way Andy can take this time. Super. I'm going to introduce Andy Mann. This is Andy Mann. I've heard him speak before. That's why I signed up for this because <laughs> I figured, hey, I like this guy. All right. How's that for Great. an intro? Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, um, welcome. Uh, I am an instructional technology consultant at Muskegon Area ISD, and I've probably been presenting at the CEA conference, oh, probably for at least 10 years. So if you've seen me in Grand Rapids or at Holland Christian, where Dale's from, um, nice to be back. Um, because I support Christian schools in my job, I support West Michigan Christian, I support uh, um, Muskegon Christian, I can justify this as part of my job. So if you're, uh, if you're from Indiana, I grew up in Indiana, so we had a few people from uh, Lafayette Christian that were up here, and I was like, wow, my hometown. So, uh, but welcome. So my goal today is to help you learn about how awesome Google Keep is and how you might want to use it for yourself and how you might want to use it for your students. I used to be a science teacher. I was a tech director in Caledonia. And then I had an opportunity to work in Holland, Michigan as an instructional technology consultant trainer. And I do that now up in Muskegon. So I love my job. It's always changing. Um, I sing in my praise choir at church. So I'm a Christian. So it's good to be here among fellows, people that uh, get to talk about their faith. Whereas normally when I'm doing public school stuff, I have to sort of Keep that quiet. Did you, have, did you want to say something? No, I was just saying hi to somebody. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, there is something in Michigan called REMCs, R-E-M-Cs. We, um, we have a lot of resources. If you're a technology teacher, we have something called 21 Things for Students. We have things for iPads. We have things for elementary. It's REMC.org, REMC, Regional Educational Media Centers.org. And um, one of the things is all the REMCs have people like me that help support teachers, and they gave me swag recently to give away. So I said, well, this is a great chance to bring it up. So I have screen cleaners. I have these little things here that look like uh, you don't have any idea what they are, but they're little phone holders. You open them up, and they make a B, and you can set your phone in them so that it's really a nice little thing. We have some really nice pens that, oh, Dale's got to break these apart. So pens up here that have a little thing on the back, and uh, these, which you have no idea what they are, they're, they're like um, those sockets that you get on their phone, except it's an elastic strip. So if you think you need one, great, if you want an elastic strip. And uh, probably the coolest hidden thing is this. You pick it up and you have no idea what it is. There's two screwdrivers hidden inside. There's four, actually. One a Phillips on one end and a straight blade on the other. So uh, help yourself to these. We'll take them and... Uh, you know, you can take one of each, okay? Don't take enough for your, all your colleagues. You can, take, you can have one of each. My blessing, and then I'm going to give them away next hour, too. So today we're talking about Google Keep in this session. If you want to stay around the next one, I'm going to talk about using video with Google Classroom and assignments, and I'm also going to give you an introduction to Flipgrid, which is an amazing video tool. So Google Keep, there's two apps or extensions or things I'm going to suggest you do. Number one is load Google Keep on your phone. It, you all know the Wi-Fi password for capital O October asterisk CEA is the Wi-Fi password. Load Google Keep on your phone. It'll do things like you can add a voice note. You can take a picture. You see that wall right back there of all that stuff? 
I could take a picture of that with my phone, it'll convert it into editable text in Google Keep. It's like, get out of here. So if students are doing research and they open up a book and they take a picture of it, it'll allow you to convert that text, whether it's handwritten or in a book, to editable text. Well, that's pretty awesome. So um, anyway, so Google Keep will show you, I'm going to show you first all the great things you can do on a computer, and then I'll show you the great things that you can do on a, um, on a phone or an iPad. Okay, so that's sort of, um, as I go along today, if you have questions, you do not need to hold them like till the end. Just get my attention and say, hello. Okay, I did have a slideshow, and I linked all of these things in, in the agenda for today. So if you, um, if you didn't uh, see that, let me just open up my, my slideshow here, and that way I don't have a, it's sort of to keep me honest, so I like, oh yeah, I went to show you that. Oh, I went to show you this one too. So, um, you know, in YouTube, if you did a YouTube search and just said Google Keep for teachers, you'll find some of my very favorite ones. I don't have any posted out there, I'm sorry to say, but that's okay. So, this little slideshow here, and I'm presenting from a Chromebook. Um, in Muskegon County, everybody uses Chromebooks. How many of you use Chromebooks back in your school? Yeah. So there's a lot to love about Chromebooks. In my next session about video, I'm going to show you some hidden features in the Chromebook that have to do with video. So anyway, so this is a, if you want a copy of this, you can type in that bit.ly keep QS. I guess it says QS, and then click um, quick start. That's what that stands for. Then click use template, and it'll pop up. You do have to be signed into Google. It doesn't work quite as well on your phone but you might take a picture or use that if you want this. This is a little out of date. Some of the screens show things that are like a little different, but they're mostly the same. I like to start by telling you how to get Keep launched. Lots of people are like, well, how do I get started in Keep? Well, there's about three different ways. Number one, anytime you have something open that looks like this, or you have your mail open or anything, and you see that little nine square up in the corner, they call that the launcher, Keep is in here. And you may not realize it, but you can rearrange the order of these. So if you're like, why is my profile up there? I never use my profile. Well, just drag it down and put classroom up higher. So you can put these in whatever order works best for you. So uh, you don't have to leave it in their order. Okay, so I can launch Keep this way. A second way that I can launch Keep is probably down here in my little launcher button, which you can get by pressing the magnifying glass uh, the, the launcher is what they call it. There's probably a button down here for keep. I'm not sure, but I could search for it here. Most of those little shortcuts are just there. Um, but the third way is you can type in the word keep. I don't know if you know this about all the Google stuff, but you type in what you're looking for. Keep, classroom, drive, calendar, Gmail, and then type in .google.com and it launches it. Jamboard. Just type the first word in, and because you type it in, the next time you type it in, it sees it. So you say, oh, keep, K-E-E-P dot Google dot com, and it says, oh, that's what you want, keep dot Google dot com, and I find sometimes I'll just start typing K-E, and it goes, oh, I'll bet you want Google Keep. So I'll go ahead and launch Google Keep. So now we have Google Keep open. So what I'm going to be doing here, and I'm going to have to make this just slightly different size so we can see it. The display was not quite cooperating here. There, we'll try that. So I'm going to give you sort of the 101 about using Google Keep. And then the things I'm showing you here, almost all the same on your phone, but your phone will even do a few additional things. Okay? So what is Keep? What is it? Why, why should you be enthusiastic about Keep? Well, there's a lot of reasons why. And I'll just come back to my slideshow so I don't forget anything. By the way, the second thing here is Michelle, who has a, uh, a website called Pocket Full of Primary, and she just does a wonderful job of presenting. And she's very personable. So if you've never checked out Michelle's Pocket Full of Primary, this is one of hers on Google Keep. She has ones on Google Classroom. She's just very nice. Just got married to Billy. Anyways, so one of the questions is how do you manage projects? And uh, I could do this in a slideshow, but I'm just going to keep doing it here over on the side. It seems to work pretty well. And uh, 
and, and as I asked earlier, you can do this, you can do this. There is a Chrome extension. I like the Chrome extension because it allows you to add things from Keep, add things from a website right into Keep with using the Chrome extension. We'll demo that in just a couple of minutes. Any questions so far? Okay, great. So um, the nice thing about Keep is it integrates with all the Google things. So if you're in Docs, if you're in Sheets, if you're in Drive, if you're in Calendar, it's, if you're in Slides, it's right there. Now where is it? You're like, okay Andy, I don't really believe you. You say it's right there. So I'll just come up here. And this handout also is one that I, um, I gave you. It has all these links in it. It's from a website that I have. Here's the extension. Um, and here's lots of other links. So this is also linked in the material that was shared for today. But when I'm using Google Keep, when I'm using any of these, there's a little arrow, like a little greater than symbol down in the lower right-hand corner. You might not have used it before or even noticed it was there. I'll close it. There's actually two little buttons down here. This one is called the Explore button. This brings up a side panel with some options specific for Google Docs. This little button, and this also shows in cal Calendar or Gmail, this one brings up other apps that integrate with this, and most of them are usually Google apps. There are some ways you can add non-Google apps with this little plus. But here, when I'm in this, I can say, oh, I would like to see my calendar, and it shows the calendar on the sidebar. I want to use Keep, and it shows Keep on the sidebar. So this is a great tool for your students to work collaboratively to take notes and then bring them right into a Google Doc where they can write those notes up. I'll demonstrate that in a minute, but I wanted you to see where that was. Also, if I was over here in Calendar, I'll just open up Calendar here for a minute, the same way. If I'm in Calendar and let's say I want to take some notes for something in Calendar, there's that same little button right down here. I can click on it, and there's the little key button. So it integrates right with all of my different apps, even Mail, and we'll, we'll take a look at those in a couple of minutes. So we're going to talk about starting a new note. They changed the, the graphics slightly. I just still like this um, version of this slide presentation. So we're going to go ahead and talk about starting a new note in Keeps. In Keep. <laughs> so I'm going to come on over here and we're ready to do a new note. So when I get ready to take a note up here on the top, you can see where it starts. Take a note. And you can see that there's a, an option to say a checkbox, a drawing, or put an image in. We'll look at each of those in a moment. So let's just look at the basics. I want to take a note. So my note is going to be um, things to pick up, uh, tasks to do before tomorrow. Okay, and I'm, I'm going to call this reminders for tonight. And I'll put the date, 10-21-21. And then I'll come down here and I'll put these are some reminders. Now... I don't want to blow you away because this really isn't the way that what I'm supposed to be talking about today, but Chromebooks have added an assistive technology feature that it's, if you go down here to the bottom, it's a little microphone, only works in Chromebooks. You can turn it on and it allows you to use your voice anywhere in any app. So if you're like, gosh, I wish I could talk and it would write, well, guess what? That little microphone, if anybody wants to know how to turn it on, see me later. That allows you to use your voice in Google Classroom and Keep anywhere. As, Pretty, a, dicta as a dictation or as, as a dictation? Okay, not so, voice memo, but actually dictation. Yeah, it's just like on your phone using yeah, Siri, yeah. you know. But it used to be that you could only come in here. People knew about this one. I could click in here. I could click and I could come up to Tools and I could come down and say Voice Type. People are like, yeah, I knew that. That was pretty cool. Now with this, and this is in. Um, in the accessibility settings in, in Chromebooks, you can use your voice anywhere. So I thought that was like, ah. So I could use it here in Keep, but I'm not going to. So let's go back to Keep. So these are some reminders. Now, if I, if I want to like, like just start typing, I can. But a lot of times people like to do things like checklists. There's sort of a good feeling about going, check, got that done, check, got that done. Or think about kids that are working on projects. You know, you have a list of tasks, and you can check those off. So down here, if I wanted to make this a, a checklist, 
I could have clicked the little checklist button up on the top when I got started, or down here as I'm getting started, I could click here and say, you know, let's make this with checkboxes. So now each item in here, do this, do that, do this again. Okay, you get the idea. Now as I'm doing these and I check them off, I can first off I can rearrange them. So if there's, I want them in a specific order, I can do that. I can add reminders. And these reminders are pretty cool because if I click on the bottom, we'll, we'll, just, we'll just move down here. We'll just talk about all these different things down here across the bottom to start with because I got a lot to show you. To start with, sometimes these notes don't show up where you want them. All right? Sometimes you're like, oh gosh, I wish they were like right at the top. Well, the little thing that looks like a stick pin allows you to bring it to the top of the list. It like sticks it up here. And if you see right here where it says pinned, these are items that are pinned up at the top of my list. So I can just pin anything and it always goes to the top. Another thing is over on the left, there are labels. Now, I'm going to ask a question here. I actually have a door prize to give somebody, a screwdriver and a pin. What is the difference? <laughs> what is the difference between a label and a folder? This is a techie question. What's the difference between a label? And I'll also use the word tags because a tag is the same as a label. What's the difference? Okay. Doesn't a label keep it all still in one folder where a folder actually distinguishes them? Where labels kind of keep it all like it's all in your email. Where okay. You're folder. getting close. You're close. How about right back here? Here's a question. This is the million-dollar question for labels. Can things have more than one label? That's the big distinction. Okay, so I'll give you the prize. So the big distinction is labels. You can add labels, multiple labels to things. So this note could have a label of to do. It could have to be graded. It could be notes. It could be you know home projects, whatever. But you can have as many labels for an item as you want. Whereas a folder, in the, our old thinking, you drag things in the folder, and then you have to go back and say, okay, which folder would I, you know, which one would have made sense for me to put that in? So the cool thing about labels, and over here are labels. You can see they look like a little sticky note with a little point on them. You can put things in labels, but you can use more than one label. So over here, down on the bottom, I have a little three dots, and I can say add a label. And my label, you can see, do you want it in the grocery list, Muskegon Area ISD, or do I want to add a new label? I'll put CEA Demo. Enter, and now it's over here in my CEA Demo label. So anytime I want to look at just the notes that are under that label, or if you want to call it a heading or a folder, I don't care, but a tag is really probably more, I click this and it will show me just those items. Okay. And then I'll just come back to my notes here. Actually, I'll stay on this one because I want to show you some more things. So. How so, do you put the note then into the folder? It, it, when, when I did this, so here, when I selected that, I just put the little checkbox on there and it went there. Or if I wrote it down right now, it automatically figures if I'm creating it right now, it probably needs to go in there. Okay, so it's sort of, but, but if I said, I want this not only in CEA demo, but I want it in my grocery list, I can put it in both. I have so many of my friends that use this for sharing grocery lists with their spouse. Okay, because it's on their phone, and it's a grocery list. And it's like, well, what a great idea. So um, let's just look at some of the other things you can do down here. So already we, we talked about labels. Now I'm going to tell you one sort of little nerdy thing. You know, I, I'm a little bit ADD because I like to share all these little secrets and tricks. But um, let's say that I have a list of important tasks that I need to do for school. Maybe I'm a coach, and I know some of you in here are coaches. Maybe you have a label that's just for cross country or for whatever sport you coach, volleyball. And you have a label for that. And you want to be able to get to it easily. Well, a lot of people don't realize that this labels shows up up here. And if I took that label, that little URL, and if you don't know, this little bar that's showing up under here is called my bookmarks bar. 
You get it to show by coming to here, going over to bookmarks, and you say show the bookmarks bar. And you see where I can turn that on? So that shows that little gray bar under your bookmarks. But a lot of people are not aware that you can drag something, or you can click the little star and save it there. I usually just drag it. You can grab that little padlock there called a favicon, and you can take that and you can drag it down into your bookmarks bar. It puts a little black line. Do that for any website. Let up. It says Google Keep. If I don't like that, I'm going to call, <coughs> rename this under Edit, and I'm going to call it CEA Demo. And that's my little shortcut. So later when I have this closed and I'm like, you know, I really need to get back to my, just my notes for this, uh, my coaching or for my CEA demo, all I have to do is just go click and it brings me right back to that selection of my late ones that my notes that have been labeled with that label. Okay, so a nice little trick that I think you might find useful. Awesome. Let's, go ahead. Uh, do they, does Google still do folders? Or do they only do labels? You know, um, I think they do folders up here. So yes, yeah, you could have put it in a folder. But are you still gonna have like a Gmail like put into a separate folder based upon the email that it's coming from, and then just distinguish it. So it doesn't load up your general. Uh, Gmail does not use folders. Gmail uses labels. Okay. So if you're thinking of you still have a whole general email, right? With now with labels, and you got to search for your labels. You don't have like separate folders you can place your Gmails into based upon like where the email is coming from. You can set up rules. Okay. So you, you, if you want to see that between break, I'd be happy to show you. Okay, so you, what you do is you, you create a label, and then what I usually do is I search, and then one of the searches says, do you want this search to be used for a, like a filter? And then you can say yes, and I want a filter. So when I have a search and says emails from the principal, I want them to mark, be marked with a star or put into the folder or auto automatically be read. You can put little sort of things you want it to do. But that's a little sidewalk, so we'll stay here. So, so let's go ahead and look at this. So we talked about labels, the first one right here. Labels. We have drawing. We can add a drawing. So if I want to sketch out directions or put a math problem, I can. Make a copy of it. Say, no, I didn't want checkboxes. Delete it. So those are all the things under those three dots. Over here, I can archive it. Archive it puts it over here in a spot that they call archive. I can still get it. I can still get it back, but it's over here in archive. Yep, she's, Michelle's wonderful if you're listening to her. That's okay. I do that all the time too. Okay, so archive just puts it here. It's not up on your main screen. By the way, if you throw something away and delete the note, it stays in your trash for seven days, and then the trash gets taken out. Okay, you can still get it back for seven days, but after seven days, it's gone. Okay, let's keep moving across here. We talked about archiving. This one adds an image. We're going to add an image in a minute to your label to make it look really cool. This one allows me to color them. And if you can look here, I have my choice of... 11 other colors other than white, and a lot of teachers will pick a color to represent something. Now, the downside is Google doesn't have a way for you to label. Red means this, blue means this, pink means this, but come up with your own system, okay? Maybe everything that's personal, you put green. Everything that's coaching-related, you put blue. You come up with your own system. You can even print out those colors and put it behind your desk, but you usually figure them out pretty well. So I say, you know, this one has to do with reminders. I'm going to make all my reminders pretty blue. Okay, whatever you want. Now, nah, change my mind. I like white. So you can do that over here. This allows me to share it. Now, to me, this is one of the most powerful things right now because I can share this, and that person can now contribute to my notes. Now, think about this. Think about this. I want you to actually turn towards somebody next to you, and I want, and you can be in a group of three or four. I want you to tell me how could students sharing a note in Google Keep, how could they use that to better do what you teach them to do? Okay, how could they use this to work collaboratively? So go ahead and turn towards somebody. I want you to talking. If you're not talking, I'll put you into someone.
We got it. Um, so over on the side, remember that little button I said? You click it. There's keep. Now, I didn't pin it up to the top, so it's going to be down here. These are the items that I pinned. I'll show you in a minute why I really like that. But, but down here, when I come down to the one that I was using, um, there it is. Now, there's a trick to this that a lot of people miss. If I want this over here, I can just click and drag it. If I click and then click again, it thinks I want to edit it. And then I'm going to have to copy and paste it. So that's sort of a little trick that people are like, oh, it's like more steps than I want. So I'll, I'll demonstrate that. So if I just want this over here, I can just do this. I can just roll to it, click and drag, and there it is. Well, isn't that awesome? So the kids are doing their research. They find it. They save it to keep. They open up Google Docs. It might be as a team. And they just drag it over. Now, if instead, I'll just get rid of everything there. If instead they clicked over here, now if I go to drag it, I can't drag it. But maybe all I want is the web address. So I can just copy that. I'll just copy that. And then I can, I'll just use Control-C. And now I can paste it over here. Okay, so maybe that's all I wanted was just that resource, and I'm going to rewrite it in my own words. But so, so let me just review what I shared. So we go to a website, and all we do is when we're on this website is I click the little Keep Chrome extension that's up here. Oh, here's a little bonus. I just learned this actually the other night. If this website has been saved in Keep already, the little Keep icon turns yellow. So you'll know, is that one I've already saved in Keep? It turned yellow to sort of tell you. I thought that was pretty cool. If I want the text to go into my note, I highlight the text. I click the little Keep button up here. It brings it up. There it is. And it automatically copies the title of the website in my note title, and it copies the URL. Pretty awesome. Okay. And then when I come back over to my document, I open up Keep. And if I want to do it fast without all the the stuff, I just click, drag it over, and let up, and it copies it right in there. Now there's one other thing that I could do is when I'm in my note like this, I can, let's say I wrote lots of notes in here. I have lots and lots of notes. There was a choice down under those three dots that said copy to Google Docs. Okay? So it'll open up a brand new Google Doc with all of those things. So to me, this integration of Google Keep and Google, other Google apps, Google Docs, is one of the things that makes all these Google things. They're like, man, you got to love it. You know, it's like so awesome. So I won't go there anymore. All right. So let's see. We, we looked at a couple other things. We talked about colors. We talked about sharing. And this last one is the reminder. Now, there's a few different kinds of reminders, and one of them is like the coolest thing in the world. So to start with, I can say remind later today, tomorrow, next week. Um, I, I can say when I've already, I put my home and my work address into Google Maps so it knows when I go home. I can pick a date and time, or I can pick a place. This, this has an option that if I have Google Keep on my phone, and I turn notifications on, you know how you do that on your phone, um, you can have it set so that when I get to a certain place, when I get to school tomorrow morning, when I drive to Meijer, when I drive past this place, it pops up. It's geo-locating, and it gives you your reminder when you're there. Well, I think that's like, wow, pretty awesome. So anyway, so you can come down here, and you can say, pick a place. You can put in the address. You can say, if you put your home in or your work in, you can pick those locations. And then it's a geo-tag versus a time and date tag. If I did put a time or date in here, let's say that I want to do it tomorrow, what it will actually do, I'll go ahead and close this. In my calendar, I think I closed it a second ago, so let me just open it back up here. In my calendar, there's a, a calendar down here on the left that is called Reminders. And uh, if I have my Reminders on, it will put the reminder on for that, that, that's the reminder that was just added in Keep. So Keep is talking to my calendar, and it puts it in here. And if I open this up, where do you think it's going to take me? It's going to say, oh, 
Mark is done. View my notes in Keep, and it'll take me right to Keep to show me what's there. Okay? That's pretty cool. So, so Keep works with calendar, works with docs. Um, this sounds very trivial. No. Um, my students with their Chromebooks just, I used to use, we said uh, iPads. And I would always have them set a reminder for a time we got home in the evening, and it simply said, charge your iPad. We now have Chromebooks. Can I use Keep in a similar way? I probably would use Calendar. Does it actually set off an alarm, like at 5 o'clock? Is there, I've been trying to find a way to actually do an alarm so that they know to charge their actual You know, it really depends on whether they have their notifications turned on or not, okay? So I would say the best thing, are your, do your kids have phones? No. Okay. I, so, I mean, this is, this yep. is middle school, so six right. so they, A lot of them have phones. Well, you know, if, if, if you have it on your Chromebook and your Chromebook is turned off, it's not going to wake itself up and turn it off. No, I know. But if it's in hibernation, will it go off? <laughs> you know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So, but we find that most of our middle school students all have phones and upper elementary all have phones. So I would set it as a Google Calendar reminder. I would have it repeat Monday through Friday, say at 5 o'clock, remember to charge it up. And then it will just send them a little chime and say, remember, that's probably what I would do. But it requires them to use another device. Well, yeah, that's I, 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 I find that most teenagers live on their phone. You know, but yes, it probably does. Okay, good. Well, let's go ahead and talk about these little things down here that you can see that look like smiley faces. I'm going to show you how to add these in just a minute. First, I'm going to show you how you use them. So back when I was a, a, in, in school... And uh, we would write something. I'll just close this up and give you an example. So a student would turn in an assignment like this, but they'd be printed out. And the teacher would grade them, and they'd write their notes on them. And if you were really lucky, the teacher might put a sticker on them. Okay. And you were like, whew, look, I got a little smiley face. Well, you can do the same with Google Keep. I'm going to show you how to make these in a second. First, let me show you how you'd use them. So let's say you read this article here, or over here, this one's even better because this has a lot of stuff, and you're like, oh, you know, this is really good. I want to give Andy a smiley for good job. So I'm just going to go over and click on my keep. I pin these so they're all right here up near the top. And I remember, I don't click and then wait and click again. I click and drag immediately, or else I have to copy and paste it. So I'm just going to click, drag, and just drop it over here. And there it is, and if I want it to wrap around, I can click wrap the text, or I can make it smaller, or I can do all those kinds of things, you know, move it wherever I want. But you can create a collection of these nice little good jobs and just paste them into your students' work when you're using them. Let's show you how you would do something like that. So I'm going to go back to Keep, and I'm going to add a note. And in my note, I'm going to add a picture. So it says, all right, you want to add a picture. Hmm, where are you going to get this picture from? You notice it says, my files. People sometimes don't realize that your Chromebook actually has a USB flash drive built into it. That's where you save things. That's where it goes. And one of those like little things people used to wear around their neck, a flash drive. And they call it my files. So when you save something, it saves not in the cloud, unless you move it there, it saves locally on that Chromebook in the My Files folder. So in here, I don't have anything there. When I go back to My Files, do I have any good pictures? Nope, I don't. So I need to go get a picture that says, good job, well done. If you, if you just go out and you can, let's just do a cancel. I could come up here and I could do a Google search, well done. And I could come over here and do a little image search. And if you've never done image searches before, you can come under here under the more under the tools button. And you can say, I'm only looking for clip art, GIFs, things like that. Say I'm looking for clip art that says well done. And I can take one of these, let's say I like that one right there. I could right click and I can say save image as. If I'm worried about copyright, some schools are. Some teachers are like, you know, I'm not going to worry about it because only my kids are going to see it. But up here under, under the usage rights, you can say only things that are Creative Commons licensed. Okay, so we'll, we'll show this example here. I'll just come here and say, save image as. That's the key. I want that image to be saved in my downloads, and I'm just going to call this well done. 
And I'm going to show you a different way that's even better, more personal. So I'm going to come back over to here to Google Keep. I'm going to say I want to add an image. I'm going to come over here to my downloads. And it's right here. There's well done. Open it. And there's my image. Well done. And I'll close this. Now, why, where to go? I forgot one little important step. Down here, it's down my list because I didn't pin it. If I want it near the top, I have to click that little stick pin, and now it's up here on the top. And by the way, these can be rearranged. You can rearrange them in whatever order you want. So if you want them in a different order. You know, I might even create a folder or a label, which is the right term, for my sticker. So I'm just going to come here to three dots, add a label, and I'm going to say my label is stickers. So now this is in a label, and this one isn't in stickers, but you know, I'd like to put it there. I don't think I can drag it over there. Let's find out. I'll try dragging it over into stickers. No, I didn't think I could. So I could click here, add the three little dots, and I'm going to add that to um, add a label and just put it, just click on stickers, and that puts it in there. Okay? So now I have a couple in stickers. I could do this with all the rest of them. So now when I'm back in my document, and I want to use this key, and I click it, I'm going to now have a sticker that will say, good job. I might have to refresh it, but you get the idea. I can now just drag it over. Now, another kind of a way I can do it is using what's called Bitmojis. And I teach an entire class on Bitmojis, and if you've never used a Bitmoji, how many people in here use Bitmojis? Okay, great. So I'm sort of preaching to the crowd, and some of you are new to it. So here's what a Bitmoji is. You create a character that looks like you. Okay, maybe a couple pounds lighter than you. Okay, or a little more hair. But you create a person that looks sort of like you. They give that person a name, and they call that person a bitmoji. You've heard of emojis? They call these bitmojis. Snapchat owns the, 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 they have a company that does this. So when you, you do it, you actually have to do it on your phone using an app called the Bitmoji app. Now. You can load a Chrome extension called Bitmoji, and you sign into your app on your phone, and now you have characters that look handsome or beautiful just like you. Okay, and they're even seasonal. And now you can use these, so if you want one to, uh, to find one that says keep it up, good job, you know, I'll put keep it up. And I'll, I'll click here, and now I will warn you that sometimes these Bitmojis have like alcoholic bottles and stuff because it's made for things outside of school, but just don't use something that looks like that. <laughs> okay, if you like your job. But uh, so anyway, so, so here's one that says clap, clap, clap. I like that one. Now, remember, I can't copy and paste into this. It wants me to insert it from my downloads. So what I have to do is right click here and say save image as, and I'll just say this is a good Good job. There was a question. I will get to that right away. So there it says, good job, clap, clap, clap. So now I'm going to go back into here. I'll, I'll select a new one with an image. And it says, oh, I, I clicked the wrong one accidentally. But I clicked the drawing. I clicked a new one here that shows add an image. It says, and again, there's my good job button. Click this. It puts it in there. If I want to put a title that says good job, oh, it says it. It's too small or too big. So, but I hope you get the idea, okay? I don't think I can paste it in, but I can say good job, and I got that over off of my Bitmoji from up here. Was there a question, yes, or suggestion or comment? Or? Um, I have a question, and I'm not sure if, you can, if this can be done or not, but I noticed when you were putting in the well done, which is probably a big one from the internet, um, it did have that you have the Google Chrome extension, so if you just click on the space to Google Okay, let me repeat her question because I was hard to hear with the mask on, and that's okay. No, I want you to be safe. So she asked if I could just use the Chrome extension. The Chrome extension takes the overall URL for everything. So if I could get the image all by itself on a page just by itself, it might work. Okay? But um, so, so in that case, let me just come up here and see if it's up here. If I came over here and if I right-click and say, 
open image in a new tab. We'll see if that works. And then up here, I'll try the Chrome extension. And we'll say, well done, and it's already saved. So we're going to cross it, see if it works. Let's find out. Let's see. Oh, look at that. Well done. Drag it over. Woohoo! Good job. So it did work, but I had to have it on a, on a tab all by itself. Great. Okay, that was good learning for all of us. Okay. Super. Well, it looks like I have about 15 minutes left. We're going to talk about the phone here. Oh, one more thing. In your notes, in my cheat sheet here, this is uh, down here, I have a folder that I, I, I have a few folders, but I'll just show you this one. I went out on the internet and found you little pictures that you can use in your headers. I downloaded these from other people. You can see like their to-do, keep to-do, notes, pets, ideas, things like that. So if you want to use any of these, and you can search and find them, and Teachers Paid Teachers has them too, but you can right-click and you can save one of these, download it. Okay, so you're going to download that image, and then it's going to save it locally. And I've given you at least three folders full of these links here. They're just custom headers. Okay, I just, uh, here's another one. And I think these, so you can see these custom headers, and you can sort these and view them this way if you prefer, you know. And, and if I want to use one of these, here, here's a to-do. I'll just click here and say download that one. So now back in Google Keep, what you can do is I'm going to add a new note. And I'm going to start my note. I could start this way, but I'm going to go ahead and start it with an image. I'll start it with an image, and it says, what image would you like to use? Oh, that's neat. I'm going to use this one called to-dos. Open it. So now I have, and I'm going to color it, okay? And I'll make it over here pretty blue. So now I have this pretty header up on the top, and I'm going to make this like checklist. So I'll just say show, show checkboxes. So now I have this really this and that and so forth. So I have this, if I can spell that. So I have now a pretty little, with a pretty header up on the top that looks like it's so fancy, like a little sticky note to do. And I have it in pretty sort of this turquoisey blue color. And, and it's real easy to do. All I do is find an image I want. I can make my own. I have directions in here how to make your own Google Slides or Google Drawing. About 600 wide by 300 pixels or 6 inches wide by 3 inches tall. You can make your own. And then now you have custom headers for these notes. And I'm like, well, gosh, what if I want to use this one again or again? I can just come down here and say, you know, I'm going to just make a copy of that. And now I have another one. Okay, and I can make another copy. Now they're all down here, okay, because I didn't post them, but I can, I can now make copies of this. What if I want to share this with my spouse, my wife Heidi? So I can come down here and I can say, you know, oh, I got to click the share button. I'm going to say share that with, I'll share it with my personal account, my Andy Mann at home account, save it. And so now I just says, this other guy named Andy Mann shows a little picture. He also has rights to that. Now this is a great way for you to do grocery lists. So let's say instead of saying to, to do, I could have downloaded a header that said shopping. And, and what are some things I might need at the grocery store? I need milk. I need bread. Okay. Now, you know, you get the idea. Okay. Donuts. You get the idea. So you can just make your list. Now, as you're shopping, I'll show you in just a minute. Now, if I want to pin that, remember, pinning is a really nice thing. I just click the little pin button, and now it shows up here. I can rearrange the order. Like this one, I don't need that pinned anymore, and I can undo my pins. And they're still over here in my stickers, but this one's up at the top. When I'm now at the store, I'll show you on my phone in just a minute how this works. I can say, yep, we got milk. Because a lot of times you go back to the store or you have a task list. You do a lot of the same things again and again and again. So you just go, yep, got it done. Notice it, it puts it below and it crosses it out. I like that. And if I click on this, and I can rearrange these. So, yeah, maybe we want donuts if we only have a little money, not bread. Okay, you get the idea. You can, you can rearrange the order just by clicking to the left and rearranging things up and down. So this is a great way to make a task list for a student managing a project. Okay, what are all the things we need to do? Maybe I put the name behind each student who's assigned that. 
And now we have a list, and as they accomplish them, they check them off. Maybe it's links that you put in to your Google Classroom. I didn't want to, I wasn't sure I wanted to go down this path, but I'll just, uh, I'll go down this path, <laughs> you know. So um, if, let's say I had a header that said Google Classroom Task, and I'll put, I'll call this uh, Classroom Assignments, and I'll come down here and I'm going to make this a checklist. I forgot to do it from the start, so I'll just do it right now, checkboxes. And I can say homework. Now I want this homework, we're going to see if this works or not. Um, and I'm going to say I want to share this with, with my student. Now if I created a group, I could actually share it with a whole bunch of students, but I'll just say I'm going to share this with Dale Isinga. Okay, and I'll go ahead and share it with Dale. So here's his task list, because Dale's not very good about getting things done, so I need to remind him. So up here, I don't know if you all know this, but in Google Classroom, and I put little shortcuts up here to my Google Classroom classes, that will take me right there, that when you create an assignment, and the assignment is no longer in draft, like here's one called Animal Camouflage, under the three dots is a link that goes along with that assignment. I'll copy that link. I'll close this up. Let's come back to my Google Keep now, and let's go homework. Now, I, there's not a way that I can highlight this and make that a hyperlink. But I think that I could put this in and paste it in and notice that link is right there. So now, if I were to share this with Dale, not only can Dale click it to say it's done, but he can click the link. Now, I don't think there's a way to give it to all of my students and make it read only. Wouldn't that be nice, like make a copy for every student? Maybe that's coming. But still, the idea that you can put in hyperlinks that people can check off and you can share it with a student like Dale. Okay. We're going to look at our phone in just a minute. I'll get your question first, and then we'll jump over to the phone. Do you know if there's a way to get onto the Google Classroom like Gradebook and make a list of all the assignments that that student is missing instead of having to do I have a better solution for you. Write this down. Okay? It's called School Lytics. S C H, I'll, I'll spell it right there. It's called School L Y T I C S, and it is free, free for educators. It's not free if the school wants to buy like a building level license, but they only charge a dollar to a student if you want your administrators to see it. But this is free. For you as a teacher. So what it does is it talks to your classroom and you can now view any student, which assignments they're missing. You can look at patterns in your grade book. It is like amazing that it's free. And it talks to Google Classroom and it does all those things you want and more. You can even set up, if somebody gets below a 70% in their grade book, send me a little signal. You can put tags on assignments, tags, like little hashtags, and then you can say, search for all the assignments that were, had to do with religion or had to do with this task. And you can search and filter your assignments, and it's free for educators, and they have some other things that have a little fee, like between $1 and $5 a student. They say that they're going to have a way, they haven't worked with a school yet, that can make this talk to your power school and transfer grades. I know. I, about, I got so excited. They said, we need a school to work with. But they said, we already talked to Power School. We, need, we just need a school that wants to work with us. And uh, you do have to have what's called SIS integration that they do. But I'd be happy to tell you more and give you the context. We had them do a demo for all of our tech directors in Muskegon County because I'm so excited about this called School Lytics. Um, I can tell you more. Let's look at our phone. Your question, and then we'll look at our phone. I did. That's in the list of everything with the assignments with today. I shared that document with all those links. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, I shared. This, I, I don't know. I just I just gave it to them and said share this. I'm not sure where they put it. It might be in in Sched S C H E. It's look in there. I thought this is where they put it, but I shared it with her. So if you don't find it, tell me. I'll be happy to share it with you. Okay, so we took a little duck walk there. We're going to look over here at our phone. Open up your phone if you have keep on it. And we have how many more minutes, Dale? You Six. Have 
Five, six, seven. Okay, good. Before you have five, I'm getting ready. That's all right. Good. Thank you. Oh, you can look at my water. For everybody who's looking for the handouts, if you go to the CEATeachers.org website, and then you click on the Convention 2021, it has all the handouts for all of the presenters, so it's right off. Thank you. So it's CEATeachers.org. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for your, your volunteering that. You've okay. got five minutes, Andy. Nice. Thank you, Dale. Let's see if we can zoom in here. All right. So let's talk a little bit about the phone app. Okay. I'm not sure I quite like where that is. Let me move it a little bit. Before my phone falls off. There we go. All right. We've got a nice bright light there. Let's see. That's better. All right. Focus button. Hey, all right, great. So to start with, we're out shopping up here. We get our bread. I open this up when I'm at Meyer. Yep, we got our bread. I click on it, check the bread off, notice it goes. Now, I get all done at the end of the week. I say, this is great. Oh, I'm going to have to make a whole other checklist. No, you don't. Well, up here, under the three dots, is uncheck all my items. And now my checklist is back. So you can create this list, whether it's a personal checklist. And I, you know, I always find that the best way to start using tools like this, use them personal. You know, you figure out how you can use Keep on your own, and then you'll start going, oh, look, I have a friend of mine. He goes out, and his wife and he like to drink wine. Sometimes they like the wine, sometimes they don't. He starts using Google Keep to take pictures of the label, and then they write notes about whether they like the wine or not, how much it costs. Like, what a great idea. So he can now go and set short through and say, oh, we like this Merlot or whatever. Like, good, great. But I'll bet that's making him start thinking about, oh, maybe I could do this of books that I'm reading. I can document, I can take pictures of the latest book and make some notes about whether I think my students would like it or I don't. So you sort of make those connections. Now, up in here... You notice I have search my notes. If I go to search my notes, here, we're going to try something here. We're going to, you know, this is, I'm sort of real brave here. We're going to see. I'm going to click the, well, I'm not showing you this at the bottom. Okay. You can see this. New checkbox. New paintbrush. Record an audio note. Don't have that on my Chromebook. On my phone, I can use my voice to record my note and I can put in an image. And guess what? If you use an image, it lets me take a picture, or I can use a picture on my camera roll. If I come here, let me just say I want to use this, and I'll say take a photo. I'm going to come back here. We're going to see if, if, this, is, if this is going to work or not. I'm going to run back here. I'm going to try to take a picture, find out if Andy was just like blowing smoke or if it's really going to work. Great, we're going to use that photo. And now, we'll see what happens here. And I don't know these... Anybody tell me, what do these words mean in the back? Is this like another language? Spanish. Spanish, thank you. I thought it was, but I, I didn't want to embarrass myself. All right, Spanish. Now, let's try this. Um, okay, Spanish, there it is. Let's see. Oh. Oh, you guys can't see this. You think it's going to work? Let's find out. Grab the image text. Drum roll. It might not have been dark enough. All right. Well, you get the idea. Okay. Oh, there it is. Look. It did. It put it right underneath it. So, and it could be from a textbook. It would have been a lot nicer from a textbook. But the idea that you can take pictures of text and it'll convert it. And when you go to search, it'll actually search for the words that are up inside of here in your picture. If I did a search for Lee or Pwn, it'll actually see the text in the image and that will be part of the search. So there's so much to love about Google Keep that uh, I want to encourage you to start using it. Let's say I want to do a voice note. I'm going to come down here to the bottom, voice note, and give, 
Um, I need to remember to tell CEA how much I enjoy presenting for them. You guys can't see this, but look what it did too. It converted it from voice to text right there. And it automatically plays it. If I hit play, I'll call this CEA. And I'll, my, my fat finger. Uh, I need to remember to tell CEA how much I enjoy presenting for them. Of course, I called it CEA, and there's my note. Okay? You guys can't all see it. But remember, everything you put in here, as soon as I come back over here, it's all back into my, it's all back, everything you do on your phone, I know we're out of time, it's all back over here, and, and it's right down here. I could have put the, I could have put it in, Oh, did you guys just see it? It was right there. I think it's refreshing. So we are out of time. I, I'll stay around if you had questions. I hope you learned a couple new things. Thank you. Thank you.